On this episode, we talk to Morgan Trailer with Target Specialty. We talk about field training, making a business plan, pricing by the square foot or the linear foot, building a service treatment program, while do-it-yourself may not be as good as you think, are double labeled rate products more effective? And we get down to the nitty-gritty and find out my marriage might be having problems because of Alabama Crimson Tide football. And we have Morgan Trailer with Target Specialty. How are you doing, Morgan? Doing good, James. How about yourself? Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, I'm in Jacksonville. Where are you uh, traveling at today? I am in Vero Beach for the evening. Vero Beach. What is Vero Beach known for? Sand. Yeah, I was going to say the beach. I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Um, To experience that part of it. Right, right. I don't blame you. I, I'd rather go to the mountains myself. Um, so you work for Target Specialty. What's your position there? I am the technical sales representative for North Florida. For North Florida. But you go into Georgia too. I go just in the corner, the Brunswick, Georgia. Um, just It's an hour from my warehouse and it's five hours from the, the Atlanta warehouse. So they, they assigned it to us. So that's the only reason I go there. Um, but pretty much 98% of my territory is in North Florida. And that's where you travel, but you can actually rep a little further without actually physically going and meeting people. Yeah. If I got, you know, if I got a lead, um, whether it's social media or whatnot and, and, um, and they, and, and, and respond to that lead and it might be out of state, um, I'll work it into, you know, and, and get them situated, get them started with us. And then, um, if it gets to a point where they need some more inside assistance, training, that type of thing, then we'll, we'll reach out to somebody that's a little bit closer to try to help them out. Um, but typically I, I, you know, I, I can, I can do mostly everything over the computer and over the phone, but like I said, occasionally I can't really, I can't travel too far out of this, you know, out of, out of my zone. But now, and that leads, that leads me into my first real question. Um, you kind of, you kind of, touched on in a minute you know everybody knows product reps and for anybody not knowing target specialty is a product uh, manufacturer but um distribution distribution, i'm sorry distribution i'm see i'm not not well versed in these things Um, but uh you mentioned training you guys do more than just distribute products can you want to talk about a little bit why why it why is it that target is be is better than the others because you do more than just distribute products to them. Yeah. I mean, we will go in and do, you know, in-house training. Um, you know, a lot of the larger companies typically have their staff that, you know, certified that can give C training and stuff like that. But for this, you know, mid, mid to smaller companies, they might not have that resource. Um, so they end up spending however much, you know, $50 for two hours a per person or, you know, and, and computer computer training just—it's not always the, the same. It's kind of it's it's kind of boring to be honest with you. So we'll go in house and sit down with technicians and um, do training with turf or, or pest control and termite, uh, all for CU hours. Um, we do you know big events like the expo and that type of th- um, uh, association expos. We'll do training there if, if asked. Um, we. Uh, 
know, I, I'll go in a lot of times and do new hire training because that was, you know, what I do, what I did in my previous service life. And uh, so I'm, I'm pretty, pretty versed on um, kind of getting down to the, the elementary level for new hires, you know, and uh, okay. so I'll for that type of training as well. Uh, we also will go in and sit down with business owners and try to get a business plan. If they don't have a business plan in place to grow their business, um, we'll go in and use our internal resources to try to help them um, come up with policy and procedures and come up with um, programs and, and things that will help their business grow long, you know, long term in the future because um, it's only going to benefit us as well, you know, if that company grows. Um, so we sure. go down and sit down and do some consulting that way as well. So, so they're already getting a good deal on their products for using target specialty. So I guess these kind of services must be some premium service then, huh? Um, I mean, it, it, it's, it's all included. I mean, it's, uh, just part of doing business with us. Um, you know, um, obviously if, I mean, if, if, if we're not selling them anything, um, and not, you know, moving any product their way, then it, it is difficult, makes it difficult to be able to offer those types of services. But sure. it doesn't take much to be able to qualify for those services because, again, you know, once you build that relationship, you, you know, you grow as well as with them as they grow. So we, you know, we, we, we're not favored to any, any size, any um, particular companies. Uh, we, you know, specialize in those the smaller mid-sized companies that doesn't have those internal resources to be able to help develop and grow their company. Awesome. So if I'm, we'll just say zero to a hundred thousand growing, buying products from you and I'm in your service area, you're going to come out and visit me and I don't have to pay you for it other than the products. Correct. And then, wow. also, I mean, if you, if you get out to a situation with say dry wood termites or subrating termites or, a roach infestation and you've been there two or three times and you just can't seem to get it knocked out and it's costing you money every day because you keep going back. Um, sure. Feel free to call, you know, you call us and um, you know, the good thing about a lot of our sales representatives um, at, at Target is uh, we came from the industry. Um, I was 15 years in service. So um, we're not just uh, straight out of college um never seen the real, real thing, you know, the real life scenarios we read, maybe read about it, but, um, and then trying to go out and, 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 and help fix problems. Uh, we've been in your shoes. We've been in the service industry shoes, managed routes. I, I was a route technician for three years. Then I was a supervisor for 10 years. And, you know, so, I mean, I've been and seen, I can't say it all cause I see something new almost every day I go out in the field, but, um, we, you know, we are, you know, a hands-on type educated uh, service, <laughs> not, not, you know, so we can do some consulting. Um, I, I, you know, I was about two weeks ago, I was helping a, a guy in a, with a unit, a 200 apartment unit with roaches that they just couldn't seem to get it under control. They were, um, they were turning new units over 30 to 45 days, which, you know, that if you ever do apartments, that's not a feasible time frame to turn an, uh, an unrented apartment into a rented apartment. Um, sure. We were able to go in, give them some advice, and got them down to about about five days turnaround. Wow! And so obviously we look like heroes. Then he looked like a hero to them, and 
we look like the hero to him. So, um, sure. so those are the types of things that we offer. Obviously, I can't spend a hundred percent of my time in the field uh, consulting, but it definitely, um, if it fits my schedule or our schedule when it's called upon, we will try to, to maneuver our schedule to make it work um, and go from there. So with you being in the field and you traveling um, to, to be in the field and to go to these events and things, is it, how, how seamless is it if someone wants to order products, you know, but you're maybe unavailable and you're driving, is it easy to email you? Is it easy to reach out directly to the warehouse when needed and not have to deal directly with you at times? Yeah. So I, I have a variety of different ways that my customers contact me or, or get a hold of me and communicate an order for me. Um, some will text it to me, um, which it's not bad. I, I texting's fine. The problem with texting is it, it, you get so many in one day that they compound compound and then you might miss something. So I've always asked them just shoot me an email. Um, some will email the warehouse directly. Um, and, and since it's my customer and I want to keep an eye on that account, I always ask them to, you know, cop, copy me in the email, even if I'm not the one to take the order, but at least I can see that there was an order made so I can always follow up on, um, they can go online if they have an account with us, um, they can order it that way. Um, again, some people like to do the online ordering to me, it kind of takes the person at, you know, the person out of it. Um, so I, you know, a lot of times I, I can see an order from a customer and um, as far as when they're ordering um, something that out of the ordinary, I can pick up the phone and say, hey, you know, you've not ordered that ever before. What's your reasoning? So I can kind of get an idea and then start telling me a scenario why they're wanting to order it. And I can either add some information or input to it or give them a better suggestion for another product or um, or go from there. So. It is better to, you know, have that one-on-one um, with your with your uh, sales rep uh, than just going online and pushing buttons. And next thing you know, there's an order sent in the warehouse that I had no clue about. So, um, or just call. You know, I, I'm I'm really uh, loose on my cell phone. So, somebody I've had customers call me at 10:30 at night with an order. And of course, I pick up the phone because sometimes in the in the sales world, if uh, if you don't pick it up, somebody else will. So I always pick <laughs> up the phone. Uh, now I might say if it's a recurring thing that hey, you know, we work till five, but I don't sure. mind taking an emergency call. But this isn't a normal deal. So, but no, we uh, it, there's many ways to put the order in, and I'm I'm the direct link. Super easy to make orders. Awesome, awesome. I like to hear that. I mean, everybody tries to, everybody talks about the complicated, you know, manner of a lot of the things in this industry, but it sounds like you guys have things streamlined, which is really good. Um, leading into next, um, and this is, this is all subjective, I know. So don't, obviously don't use names of companies, but yeah, what's the, what's the number one mistake that you see small businesses make? from your perspective where you stand um, in what they're doing, what, what's the number one like? Because I'm sure it's like me. I mean, I do marketing, and I usually get someone that's like, you're the fourth guy I've used. I've been burned three times. I'm sure you get that from that angle. What's the number one mistake that you hear these guys talking about? Man, I wish I would have avoided X, Y, or Z. Yeah. Well, the number one mistake that I see the most is people ordering daily, ordering 
as their jobs come in because then because then it, it becomes an emergency for them uh of course i have to try to make it quick as possible and then sometimes that that, that could be two or three days um but pre-planning your at least your your base products that you use on a regular basis and ordering those to where you don't run out of inventory you're not making it you know a 20 minute run to the warehouse or making you know me jump jump you know, jump in the truck and go get it for you. Cause I've done that quite a few times trying to get people out of a bind. Of course I can't do it all the time, but I do. Um, but pre, you know, thinking about your order, knowing what you're going to order, knowing how much you need to order. So not having square footages or linear footages on hand, um, on for your accounts to know how much you need for that month. You know, I have X, Y, Z amount of accounts for this many linear foot for this many gallons per linear foot. Okay. Now I need, a case and a half of this to get me through the month. Don't order two bottles a week, you know, order, order it so that you have it, you know, and then uh, taking advantage of sales, you know, when there's a sale on it, call it, uh, uh, you know, permethrin or something that you use all the time and it's $5 a bottle off, go ahead and get, get, a, get enough supply to get you through and save some money doing it that way. So, um, yeah, it's just that that would be my number one, I'd say, pet peeve is just because these guys um, will and, and gals, but will um, wait until, you know, they're completely out of it and need it for that day's job and then mm-hmm. call and need it delivered that day. And it just that happens too regularly. So um, I, what I do uh, with the accounts that I deal with is try to work with them on ordering and so um so if i know there's a an account that orders so much a week um i'll call them in advance and say hey we're coming out you know tuesday uh you got three days you know let me know what you need so we can get it on the truck instead of waiting until the day of and then having to like i said they'll have to if i can't get it to them they have to stop and drive 25 minutes to the warehouse and pick it up so um but hopefully that answered the question that you were referring to I didn't even, honestly, that thought had never crossed my mind. <laughs> that definitely, I mean, yeah, that's, uh, you, you kind of, you answered it better than I thought okay. I wouldn't have answered. So, I, I mean, it, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, wow, I didn't even know that was a problem. Well, you, so. you would be surprised. The first question I ask is, um, what's your total linear footage treated on a quarterly mm-hmm. basis or on a monthly basis? And I would say eight out of 10 times, they don't have a clue. Even with the, even even with even accounts that have um, pest packs for say, I'm and I'm not advertising for pest pack, but I know pest pack from working with it for 15 years. I know that you can run it. I can run you a report in pest pack if all the linear footage is there and accurate. I can run you a report in less than two seconds to tell you what I have. I, I could tell you what I have to do yes tomorrow. You know, um, uh, as far as linear foot. Well, if you know those, then you, you can order and pre-order and not wait. And, and also you can, you can know if you're overusing or underusing, you know, so, um, and, and so there's so many, um, like I said, eight out of 10 times, they don't have a clue what linear foot, if they're doing turf, they don't have a clue what square footage they're treating, you know, and it's very hard to budget. It's very hard to manage inventory management when you don't know exactly what you're treating every month. <laughs> so, Sure. Yeah. And that, I mean, that topic of, I guess we could put this under forecasting. Um, the, you know, 
I know with lawns, everything's square footage, right? Like everything's yeah. based off the of square footage. Everything's but, based off of at least thousand per, you know, thousand square footage. Because that's right. yeah. Right. Now I have heard arguments in other, you know, Facebook groups and conversations and everywhere where, you know, you either get like technicians or managers or owners, and they kind of they always butt heads on this. Well, I I buy my product, you know when I need it, I buy my product a year in advance. I buy my product based on the square footage. I buy my product based on linear footage. What's your favorite model to base, you know, forecasting on? Is it linear footage for pest and termite? Linear footage. Yes. So and, you on the, on a linear, I mean, termite is hard cause you're not, unless you're, I mean, most termite, it's, it's a, it's a new account when you're going out and doing a full treatment or, you know, some will do the, you know, the, the, I hate to call it booster, but that's what the, that's the main, that's what everybody calls it. Um, right. But you know, the, the five or 10 year um, retreatment, um, those are, you know, if you have the, the accurate linear footage in there, then you know how much termiticide you need for this X amount that are due to do be renewed, you know, or, or retreated. Mm-hmm. Um, the other, you just kind of, I understand you get four termite jobs that week that you weren't expecting, um, so you need to order, you know, place an order for a case of termiticide. That that's under, those types of things are understandable. But if you have 500, um, you know, general house pest control accounts due in this quarter, then and you got this many per month, then you know, forecast it and know, you know, if if it's say, like I said, say your delta methrin product is on sale in january and your quarter goes january february march why not go ahead and purchase in january when you're getting two or three four dollars a bottle and get it for the whole quarter you know um and that's and that's how i kind of run it we we run monthly specials that are not necessarily manufactured uh pro you know like uh i'll i'll give one for instance like a uh um Tal star buy three get one that you know everybody knows that's running you know that that continues to run on um but um these are kind of something that we've negotiated january february march april may and, and it's usually dirt um a product that's relevant for that time period and if it's spring or if it's summer or if it's uh winter right so mm-hmm. <clears throat> so when those things pop up um a lot of times if i know the customer is dealing with me for the majority of their products, which I, you know, I know that people do buy other, use other manufacturers or spread the love some, that's fine. But if I know that somebody's buying a certain product for me and I know it's on sale in February, I'm calling them in, you know, the end of January saying, Hey, look out, you know, this is going to be, you know, on sale, you know, go ahead and start looking at your numbers and get it, you know, get it ordered for, so that you can save on that. So, um, yeah. So, I mean, and that's part of having, that's part of having a rep that manages the account, not just gives you a price when you need it, you know, not just, Hey, what's the price on, you know, Teco pro. Okay. Here's the price. Thanks. Have a good day. I mean, that's, that part is monotonous to me. Um, I, I like to get into the meat and bones of account and, you know, look at, you know, what's your quarterly program? What, what are we looking at for next quarter? You know, let me see where I can save you money. Obviously the more money I can help you save, um, it just helps strengthen that relationship up because it's not always in, in sales. It's obviously it's about the dollar, but Hey, if I can save you money, I might not be getting commission on that part that I saved you, but I know that I got a loyal customer. That's not going to leave me over a dollar 
per unit or five dollars because the you know the price changed a couple dollars you know so it, it just helps you know in the long future and that's what i like to do is just build i like to build those relationships with those customers so that you know if a competitor came along and said hey i can get it for each two dollars a bottle cheaper and they're like yeah but you can't give me the service that i'm getting so and that's sure. that's what i i focus my relationships on <laughs> yeah and and you know pricing everything like we were saying on linear footage i you know, I've consulted a few businesses who they didn't even know how to pay. They're like, I do I pay by the hour? Do I pay by commission? Do I pay by this? And mm-hmm. I was trying to explain them, look, if you're, you already buy your product by the linear foot, you forecast by the linear foot, why not pay by the linear foot? Get the, right. get the guys to capture that linear footage. And they're like, I don't buy by the linear foot. I buy by the square foot. And what do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean pay by the linear foot? And you're just thinking there's, there's a knowledge gap that these guys are getting in business and it's not their fault. There's just, but how right. do they know? Right. You know, so. And see, and that, and that, that's another thing about having a, a good rep that can help you um, is, <coughs> excuse me, is, um, I just lost my thought, man. Sorry. <laughs> uh, Talking about linear footage, paying by linear footage, and the, the owners not knowing. Um, not knowing everything about the industry getting into, because there's no manual. Right. There, and there's not, um, and you, you know, you and I both previously worked at a company that paid by the linear foot and it, it, Mm -hmm. it kind of, you know, you see production go up a little bit when, when you're paid that way. (laughs) So same thing when it's by the linear foot, you know, and then also you make, you know, you, you tend to get more accurate numbers when you're dealing with it because if they're, you know, if it's a 250 linear foot house and you got it listed as 220, they're going to let you know that it's a 250, <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. That, that was a big thing was when you have the service guys pay off the linear footage, their graphs, the service guys graphs are on point. Yeah, they know exactly what size that house is. Yeah. And if the sales guys try to fudge that, that linear footage or they don't do the graph right, you hear about it from the service department pretty quick. You know about it quickly. Same thing on turf, you know, thousand square foot. I mean, if the guy pulls up and it, you know, if it's a, if it's 500 or even a thousand square foot off, they usually don't even budge, you know, but you walk, you know, they come up to an account that's, you know, says it's, uh, you know, 5,000 square foot and it's a 10,000 square foot, you're going to hear about it. And they're probably going to call their supervisor or their salesperson immediately <laughs> and say, are we treating this whole yard or, <laughs> you know, what's up with this? Exactly. So they're, they're more aware. Um, I think if you're on an hourly base, um, they just, you tend to get more of a spray and go, you know, type, type thing. Cause they're not, they're, it doesn't directly impact them if it's off, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, they have no skin in the game with right. it. And, you know, we we both worked for the same, I guess you can say, they were in the top, I don't want to use names, but they were in the PCT top 100. Mm-hmm. I also worked for one that was in the top five PCT 100, and both had the same, it was consistent model. So it's a consistent model that you see in these these larger companies where they would come to us and say, even in the top five company, they'd say, um, hey, they tell the sales guys, hey, we don't care if you discount something for a special or whatever, but just get the, the, get the graph right and get your square footage right. It's not about the price. We order off this. If you don't right. do this, we'll, we won't have enough product to service all the lawns if you continue doing this or that. So, right. um, yeah, it's just mad. It's and basic math. Going back to the thought that I, <clears throat> that I lost is ha- having a good, uh, having a good ra- uh, sales rep that will, um, that has a good 
customer base under them that has, you know, I have me, I have some, I have a handful that are in top hundred. I have, you know, a lot of one, one man, you know, one man shows. So, um, but you can get, you know, that blend of, you know, what's the industry doing? You know, are they paying by the square footage? Are they paying by the linear footage? Are they paying by the hour? Are they paying salary plus commission? You know, that type of thing. And I have a good insight because I deal with so many companies. Now I'm not going to name names. You know, I'm not going to, sure. I'm not going to tell you what, you know, XYZ companies spraying on their lawns, but, uh, but I will definitely, you know, kind of get an idea of a blended, you know, you know, how much are people paying, you know, where are they at on product versus, you know, product versus revenue, you know, what's the industry average versus what, what are we dealing with North, North Florida? And based off the information that I gather from all of my accounts and having my gaining that information as a manager, I can tell you, I mean, it's, you know, in, in North Florida, you're, you're going to be around an 18 to 22% in turf on product versus revenue on your chemical costs uh and termite and pest you're going to be in that five percent range you know but that's an that's that's what we you know that's kind of where where we are right now in our industry um as prices go up that kind of moves a little bit so but it's nice comparative to you know just going online and clicking buttons and saying here's your credit card receipt and you get it in the mail the next week or the next couple days um you know, you don't get that kind of information. You can't, you know, you can't quiz those type of, you know, ask those type of questions because there's, you know, there might be somebody in the corner of the screen that says, Hey, how are you doing today? Do you have any questions? Um, but they're not going to give you the accurate information that you need, you know, so, or help you grow your business. So. Yeah. And, I, and we deal with those in any industry. I mean, I had to call AT&T about internet. She told me I needed a modem. The guy came out and was like, yeah, no, they don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> right. <laughs> It's right. just a personal touch. So exactly, yeah. exactly. Now that that kind of leads me to there's a lot of companies. I see a lot of solo operators, and I even see some multi uh, tech organizations. They choose to buy their products online from do-it-yourself websites and from mm-hmm. do-it-yourself local stores. Um, not to knock any do-it-yourself local store that may be out there selling stuff, but what is it that is usually you find a, an issue doing that versus going with a product? distributor like yourself well and and i so i get it on pricing wise in that in that aspect of it you can go on there you know any name any one of them you can go on there and there's there's some good prices and it's usually the first few that you pull up you know um but they're lost lead products so you go on there um and i'll get people you know send me a quote hey can you match their price well you know their lost lead is is below cost because they're wanting you to get on there and start clicking around and you think you're getting a great deal. And then you move to the other five products you order and they're all, you know, they're all double, double, you know, retail price, what you would normally pay, you know, with a, with a distribution company. Um, so I think you'll get, you know, on our side of it in distribution, you get more um, consistent pricing um, or should, at least should. And with me, you're going to get more consistent pricing. Um where if you're, you know, if you're doing a certain amount with us, you know, you fall under that, you know, more volume, you get, you, your price range will be for no matter what product you're buying, it's going to be in the same general, you know, percent that you're going to be paying, you know, where with, with, with online type places, like I said, you can, you know, by all means go on there and 
and nail them for all their lost leaders because all that does is help us in the long run. If everybody in the country goes and gets all their lost leads and nothing else, then they, they run out of business. So, um, <laughs> but, but if you can get it for $25 below cost and go ahead and go right ahead and grab it, you know, and call me whenever they, they run out because they're, they're not going to sell it at that no more. <laughs> so, um, but so you'll, you will get that, you know, a lot on there. Um, but again, you lose the personal touch. Um, now I will say that, uh, some new customers that I pick up and ask them who you've been purchasing from before. And it's always, most of the time it's going to be a online distributor. Um, and I ask them why, of course, and it's like, I can place an order at three o'clock in the morning. I'm not bothering anybody. I just go right, you know, and next thing you know, it's here. Well, mm-hmm. believe it or not, if you got a good rep that will, you know, uh, I, and, and a lot of my customers that do orders late at night, um, I get most of my work done around that 10 o'clock hour because my phone's not ringing. The kids aren't screaming. So um, I'll get an order in and I'll, I'll respond right away. And they're like, I wasn't expecting you to respond. I'm like, if I'm on my computer, I'm going to respond. Um, but you can do that with a sales rep too. Just shoot them an email at three o'clock in the morning. My phone, I don't leave it in my room for a reason because I don't want to hear it beep all night. So, um, I mean, it's just as easy to do that than it is to get online and order too you know, at three o'clock in the morning. So, um, but that's what they, you know, that's one reason why they I'm getting from them is why they go on that, that type of website is because it's just easy at, you know, midnight when they're, when they stop and can, or, or get the thought of that they need to make an order they can do it. So, so that's, you know, kind of the difference, but yeah, you can definitely save. I mean, I will, I will tell you that everybody that I deal with, that does that's come to us from online we've averaged overall on their whole entire quote they they're saving 15 if not 15 percent or more in the totality of all the products they yeah correct yep now uh in that aspect you know they go online and they order these products but then they go and they have to get equipment you guys sell some equipment right oh yeah we so we're a full full full-blown distributor one thing about Target is we um, we are the only company distribution that carries both turf and pest everything as far as um, uh, manufacturers. You know, there are certain ones that will are heavy on pest control, have a few turf products, some that are very heavy on turf products that have a few pest control products. But we um, our our complete overall revenue is. 50 50 split down the middle pest control general pest control to turf on top of that we also have all the equipment so we carry bngs we carry all their parts all you know everything air fog we carry you know jt eaton stuff i mean all the equipment we carry rubber gloves rubber boots you know um and and also too we do you know we have a direct contact with a couple different manufacturers but we do um you know, rigs and, you know, um, all the way up to, now we don't go as far as up to trucks. So I will say we, I can't say we do a hundred percent everything, but we, uh, but we do definitely your, you know, your hundreds and 200 gallon rigs. We can, we can get all that supplied as well. So, um, spill kits and I mean, you name it, we have it. <laughs> those, those fancy backpack battery operated sprayers. Yeah, the flow zones. Yeah, the flow <laughs> zones. They are. They took off, and um, 
you know, it's funny. There's so many of them out there now. I'm starting, I am starting to get, you know, they've been out a couple of years, you know, about a year and a half and I'm starting to get some, uh, some, you know, some, some defaults, you know, on, on, you know, a hose or a hose busted or this and that. And they've, they've done a hell of a job at, 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 on their customer service end of, of, you know, helping fix those and squash those problems. But, um, we also carry Birch, carry the full line. Um, and then one thing we might not stock it all, but if you give us, if you have a little bit of patience and you need, you know, have a four or five day um, turnaround, we, we can, we have a direct line with everybody that we can do some vendor direct or, um, even bring it in the warehouse and pick it up once it's there. So um, we may not stock every piece of equipment, but we can get our hands on it. So so normally I would say like anybody lucky enough to use you, but it sounds like anybody in the country can get a hold of you if they need to. Yeah. With that with that being the case, um, little, little, I guess we'll talk about a little unknown fact about Morgan Trailer. Um, you mentioned we were at the same company. We were. Um, it was the same company my dad grew up in um and you didn't you were you, he kind of he kind of he wasn't your direct manager he was kind of an indirect touch to you but um you like me like i grew up uh my dad would take me outside and show me how to find carpenter answer he'd tell me about termites or he'd give me a book on this or that and bring home vials of bugs like i played with a, a lot of this stuff when i was a kid you've got a pretty unique story because you were a tech that became a rep, but your, your dad was in the rep industry, correct? Yes. He, he was with, he worked for uh, Lesco, um, 22 years. So pretty much all my adolescence, I, I grew up around it prior to that. He was in, um, landscaping. So he, he, you know, my grandfather owned the landscaping job, uh, company. Um, so, so I've always been around it. Um, you know, I worked in the landscaping with my grandfather when I was 10 years old, uh, back when you could work a 10 year old <laughs> and we would work on the Navy base and had no problem working, you know, so that, and, and we always liked it because the minimum wage was higher on the, on the, on the base. So, um, and then, um, yeah, I think when I was, I turned probably around eight years old, my dad got the job with, uh, Lesco and, uh, and then I spent my Saturdays climbing fertilizer, uh, racks in Lesco while he had to work on Saturday, uh, which is, it's a kind of unique, you know, used to make fertilizer forts, you know, stack the bags and customers come in, I duck down and, you know, um, but then I, then, you know, and then I would go and weed eat and mow and do everything they, you know, around their place. But, you know, obviously liability has changed from that, but I, so I grew up around, I grew up in, you know, in, in a Lesco service center, basically. Um, what's unique about it is, uh, uh, since I'm in the same area that he covered and he's no longer there, um, you know, a lot of my customers, especially the older ones are, we used to be his customers. And so, and a handful of them even remember me at eight, nine years old, sweeping floors in the Lesco service center on Saturday morning. So, um, so yeah, I, I, you know, I grew up around it for sure. Yeah. I have similar stories <laughs> like, you know, when I was in sales at the same company my dad grew up in and he passed away, obviously, I would go out to do upgrades from pest to termite. I'd go out to sell a new customer that maybe had the company I worked for and left and came back. But for one reason or another, one out of every probably five or six stops, I would find a sticker on the, the water heater, sticker on the power box, or I'd go to pull a file out of the file room and there's my dad's signature. And it's just like, wow this is like 
You know, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost real, like it's a time machine for a second, you know? Yep, yep. So tell us, I know there was one instance where you had to do a science project. How did yeah. that go? Yeah, so uh, I think it was uh, it was either my eighth grade middle school or ninth grade high school year. I had to do a science project, and I was kind of lost to what I was going to do. So I was like, Dad, help me out and come up with a topic here. And so our science, so my science project ended up being um, basically um, label rate, the effects of label rate versus um, over label rate roundup do you get better, the better results, basically. I don't know exactly what the title was. I wish I would have saved it. Yeah, so it'd be, it's, it was label rate versus non-label rate, whether you get better results, you know. So if you were, if you know, if you doubled it, like your homeowners typically will, um, will you get better results? And so we, my, my dad lives on 10 acres and grew up on 10 acres. So we would go out, we went out in the field and cut out a thousand square, you know, marked off a thousand square foot. And we would do it at, you know, low rate, mid rate high rate and then double rate um and and then we would see how fast the grass would die obviously at each rate and whether uh, whether using double would would actually increase your chances and believe it or not as we all know it didn't do any different <laughs> so <laughs> so but yeah it's, that was it was either eighth or ninth grade i can't remember exactly but so that was you know um so reading labels that you know 13, 14 years old. <laughs> so, so the message from eighth grade Morgan trailer is get on your text to make sure they follow the label. Cause you're not going to get any better results. You're not going to get better results actually. And in, in roundup, <laughs> if you find because you know, roundup pro has a surfactant in it, the more you put in there, your, your, uh, your um, active ingredients, the same, you know, and so you're going to get the same result. Uh, you start putting more surfactant in there and then you, you actually get less results. So, um, yeah, so we were fine. You know, that said, it's just, it was, it was funny. Like I said, I mean, I, I was kind of stumped at what kind of science fair project I wanted to do. So my, my dad threw something in there that would hopefully, you know, people that were reading it would help, you know, because obviously he was, he was always in the market where homeowners are always over abusing it. So if this is a way I can get my son to, get the get the reach out <laughs> right, so. right. oh man i know that feeling yeah. um yeah man i guess um you know the only thing only other question i have for you uh for today is and i kind of asked this to some other people as well yeah. if 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 money wasn't the option and i mean it just completely out of out of it and you weren't doing what you're doing now what's the number one thing like, okay, this is what I want to retire to do, or this is what I always dream to do. What's the number one thing on your bucket list? Uh, as far as working, you mean? I'm... I mean, you wouldn't even consider it work. You don't even have to get paid for it. It's just something you've always wanted to do. Um, that's a hard question there. <laughs> uh, What's your what's your what's your hobby that you love that you oh, just want to? I boat I boat a lot. I have a boat and I do you know, and I don't even do a whole lot of fishing off of it to be honest with you. But I can, I love riding a river and eating lunch and doing all that type of thing. So I guess maybe a boat guide or something like that because that's 
I love being on the water. <laughs> you just want to, like me, I want to go to the mountains. That's my thing. Yeah. Everybody knows. Everybody knows this mountains. So you, yeah. you're born. You're born for the water. I like the water. Yeah, I, not necessarily the beach because I hate salt water. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm I'm more of a lake river type of person, and luckily I live live in Jacksonville where there's a you know a river that runs for you know 250 miles, and and I got you know nice freshwater lakes that we run on. So. Oh yeah, so that's that's what. So, so when I go fishing, we put in and go. We we put in and go northeast and go salt. You put in, you actually go towards oh, yeah. Black. Oh yeah, <laughs> or back into Middleburg, Black Creek. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm Man, more of a freshwater guy, but I mean, I, I will do salt water now. But I I like, you know, I will tell you, salt water will eat your boat alive. So. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, well, but that's that's my hobby is boating and and football. So. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we, I wasn't going to bring up the fact that you're a Gator. I didn't want you to lose any business, but we all have our, you know, five, six years and, you know, and then it's the next person's turn, next team's turn. <laughs> Luckily, you know, for us, it, it, it was sooner than, than, the 1980 but we're okay <laughs> well you know yeah i'm a georgia bulldog fan but tell, tell, tell my wife you only get a four or five year run she's an alabama fan i've had oh, to deal I, with this I, for 10 years I, I have to ignore that I, that i'm numb to that <laughs> yeah like when i met her she's like i like alabama i said better than the gators we'll we'll be fine we were beating your, we were beating your tails now roosters you know it's come home to roost and now i gotta deal with my wife and crushing our face every I, I year. I tell but. you, I tell you, it's uh I'm numb I'm numb to them winning. So if they win again, oh well. <laughs> <laughs> but um I appreciate you hey, coming no on. Problem. Thank it's you. Fun. For it's always me. fun talking to you. Yeah, yeah man. It's always um if anybody needs to get a hold of you, what's the best way to get a hold of Morgan? My cell phone, 904 891 7832 If you have any questions or anything, yep, always always there and always available. For those guys that just like fell over themselves to get a pen, what was that number again? 904-891-7832. Okay. There's the way to get a hold of Morgan. Obviously, if anybody's listening and you aren't in the Let's Talk Business Mobile group, get in the Let's Talk Business yep. Mobile group. Or just yeah, put and if you want to contact me on that too, just put my name, you know, put my name and hit enter and it it'll pop up on my on my <laughs> alert. <laughs> gotcha. Well it was it was nice talking to you, Morgan. Hey, James, Be thank careful. you, sir. Thank you, bud. Be careful. Yeah, be careful traveling. Get home. Get in the boat. Hit the water. Oh, have yeah. some fun. Yeah, it's, it's starting to get a little chilly, but we'll. Uh, hey, I'm sure. Good day. I'll get out there. <laughs> have <laughs> a right, good man. one, bud. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Nice.